there, cats and kittens. Welcome to Bold Nights Out, the premier podcast about things to do in and around Pittsburgh. Get the scoop on where to eat, drink, and get seen. Stay tuned. Hey, cats and kittens. Welcome back. Another episode of Bold Nights Out here. How are you doing this week? I'm exhausted today. You're exhausted? I'm exhausted. It wasn't even a day off. Well, I had two in a row, actually. You you had one. Um, and then you're off again Sunday. You're off again this whole weekend where I'm working this whole weekend. I know. So Vacation days are a beautiful thing in the uh, world. So Amanda's going to get to have off like Saturday and Sunday and so forth. Um, I had off, you know, what, what's today? Wednesday. So I had off Tuesday, Wednesday. I got to get out and play golf both days. Steve's a happy guy. Is that all it takes for you to be a happy guy? It helps. Are you sure? Yes. Just a little bit of physical activity there? A little bit of physical activity. It was good. <laughs> uh, we're recording tonight, and I, right now I have the, the, the news on, and they're doing a news story on Stormy Daniels right now. Uh, that is not an event we'll be covering. It's not an event we're covering. But it's quite amazing, like seeing like news cameras and stuff, like watch to get watch her get out of the the SUV, and uh, they're interviewing all the different types of people that went to Blush to go see Stormy Daniels, um, and whatnot. So, so how about them pens? Oh God, how about them pens? <laughs> I just want to change the subject from Stormy Daniels. I know, I know. It did take a loss last night, uh, which. At home in the last minute, Ovechkin scored uh, to go up three to two, and uh, Pens took a loss. They took a bigger loss with Ashton Reese getting uh, his jaw broke, uh, and so forth. We're gonna be covering that a lot in um, Bold Sports, uh, and so forth. But we'll be recording that later on uh, with Matt. So, I guess we're gonna start where we always do. What are you drinking? Iced tea. Amanda's drinking iced tea. I'm not feeling well. I, on the other hand... Feel just fine like always. Feel just peachy. I am drinking the uh, Born and Raised P-A-I-P-A. The collaboration brew between East End Brewing and uh, Trokes. And as soon as I poured it, Amanda was like... Wow, that's cloudy. It is extremely cloudy. It is. It's a juice bomb and a half. Mmm. As you take a sip. Ah, it's so good. So, it's two breweries, two local Pennsylvania malts, one big juicy beer. It's a born and raised Pennsylvania IPA. Uh, and I couldn't be uh, prouder to brew this with our good friends at Trogues Independent Brewing. Made with 1,200 pounds of malt from Double Eagle Malt, 800 pounds from Deer Creek Malt House, 120 pounds of Comet Hops, 44 pounds of Simcoe Hops, 44 pounds of Azalea, and four cases of beer to drink while brewing this big, juicy, tropical 6.5% IPA. Now. I didn't understand what any of that meant. It's beer. Okay. It's the stuff that makes the beer. I'm just kidding. I knew what Harley, barley, and hops are. Right? Um, this beer is super cloudy. It's a hazy uh, IPA. It's a juice bomb. Very fruit forward, tropical notes. Nice citrus and flavor. Um, getting the. Um, mm. I love the bite from the citra hop. Grapefruit and mango. A little pineapple-y. Okay, so where would you drink this? Anywhere I could. So this isn't just a pole beer or a hammock beer. This is a this is all a, summer long this beer. Is, this could be potentially a nice all summer long beer. It's very <laughs> delicious. Um, What's the ABV on that? 6.5. That's not too bad. That nothing, won't bang you over the head. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, obviously... Use your judgment when drinking beer. Use your judgment when drinking, period. Yes, that should be true as well. Um, you're not, I mean, 
it's definitely a summertime brew with the uh, with the with the the flavor profile of it and the taste of it. Um, I think this would go great sitting on the porch with some barbecue chicken. Um, you know, barbecue chicken thighs and legs. You know, not the breasts. Well, breasts are good too, but <laughs> you know, it, it's delicious and tasty. I uh, enjoy. Uh, it's you know, it's summertime, so you're gonna start getting into the lighter, the lighter, more flavorful, hot forward brews. And so I know forth. mine's out in bottles right now, and I'm so mad I'm not having gluten right now. Why? Well, uh, what's yours? Tangerine Swirl is that oh, from yeah, Penbury. Penn's Tangerine Swirl. Mm. Yeah, it's delicious as well. Southern Tier has a new one out as well. Uh, I, you and I stopped down to where we're going to go to eat. Uh, we popped into Mad Max Lakeside. Nice segue. Yeah. We popped into Mad Max Lakeside today. Uh, and the, I was looking at the tap list and the server, she's like, just to let you know, we have some news on there. One of my favorites is the Hazelnut Juice Grenade from Grist House. I'm like, which is also one of mine. I will have one. Um, and I did. It was delicious and enjoyable and perfect after a nice round of golf. Sitting on the patio with Amanda here and eating some good food. What did you have? A carnitas quesadilla, which is pulled pork. Mm, pulled barbecue pork. Pulled pork with, um, there was coleslaw in there, some cheese wrapped up in a quesadilla, grilled in a quesadilla, um, lots of sour cream, and a casa salad, which was like salad, blue cheese, and um, ranch dressing. I think that was queso cheese, maybe. What? I think that might have been queso cheese. On what? On the salad. No, it was blue cheese. It was blue? Okay. It was blue cheese. But we popped into Lakeside, and then you, we, what'd you have for dessert? You had a what, brownie? Just a brownie ice cream sandwich. Brownie Sunday. ice cream sundae. I had the wing-o's, which are boneless wing tacos. They looked really delicious. They and were delicious. French fries were delicious. I oh, didn't the know waffle, Mad Max waffle had fries. French fries. But. Yeah, they're waffle fries. They were tasty and delicious as well. It was, it was good. Um... You did just have, what, an iced tea. You didn't have a drink, right? Nope, I just had an iced tea. You had two drinks. Yeah, I had, uh, what was the name of the margarita I had? It was a good margarita. It was made of mezcal, nice smoky flavor to it, fresh citrus. It was pink. It was delicious. That was the only thing I noticed when I sat down was it was pink. It was delicious. Um, you got, like, mezcal, though, which is a smoky, smoky tequila. Mm -hmm. Um... The way it's aged. Uh, delicious. So, you obviously know Mad Max is like everywhere in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Mad, I mean, the Mad Max, you have Northside, Cranberry. I'm sorry. North Hills, Cranberry. The original in Oakland on Atwood Street, down the end. Shadyside. Shadyside on, on uh, uh, South Highland. Um, I think there's one in Cochran Erie. Road. Um... But this Green, one in Cannonsburg is pretty unique because it's on a lake. It's on a uh, reservoir lake. And it's pretty cool because they have a big deck that overlooks. It's the only one I know that has a deck. E yeah, because Cranberry just has an outside patio. Yeah. So it's got like a deck area like overlooking this reservoir. Which I think is really, really kind of cool. Um, granted, it's not like the, it's not like you know staring out at anything beautiful or anything like that. But um, I mean, it's your it's it's a lakeside. I mean, people are out there fishing. They have their kayaks and their boats and everything. Go yeah, that's on. about it. Like it's it's still pretty interesting that they have like the boats and the kayaks and people fishing and stuff like that. I just mean, like, it's not like sitting on a beach boardwalk on the freaking, oh, yeah, yeah, like, thing. Like, like, don't think of it like this glorious view. It's not that. It's just pretty cool. Yeah, it's just a cool area to sit out. And there's, like, an outside bar area, too, where they have, like, Connect Four and, like, Jenga and stuff like that if you're just looking to go and drink and have some fun. Yes. I mean, you know, we were sitting outside at 2 o'clock, and their deck was full today. 
For the most part. For the most part. I mean, it was beautiful outside, even though it was a The inside day. was empty even though at what, 2 o'clock, but it was a work day. Well, we we pulled in at 2 o'clock yeah. in the afternoon on a Wednesday, and it was beautiful out, and their parking lot was full. Yeah. Well, not full, but the, the little lot right by the door was full. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm assuming the cars on the far side of the lot were employees, but... Yeah. And there's only a handful of those. Um, but, I mean, they were... They were busy. I mean, for the deck, the deck was busy. I mean, I think it was mostly full. Yeah. I mean, the inside was empty, but I don't expect that. I don't expect it on a day like today that many people want to sit inside. Yeah. I mean, they did have, uh, I mean, it was nice. It was was nice sitting outside. Uh, We like to do a lot. Some of our favorite patios. And that's where we get into, like, where to drink. Sometimes you just want to go out and have some drinks. Which we know we said patios last week because we're like, it's becoming patio season. But we thought we'd expand on this because a lot of people ask us all season where, long, we get where is from your favorite people? place to sit outside and drink? And um, I'm torn. I mean, I, I'm going to list you a handful that I like. Okay, go ahead. Fire away. You first. Uh, OTB at the Boathouse. Ooh, good one. I didn't even think of. Um... Shiloh Girl on my wash. On the deck out there. Uh, Harris Girl on 4th. Mm-hmm. Also Harris Girl on Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. Um, Rollins. Oh, nice one. Rollins upstairs outside mm-hmm. uh, porch. Uh, is very nice. Um, we just went to the Abbey. And they have a wonderful, beautiful outdoor, beautiful outdoor area, um, which is amazing. Um, Spoonwood mm-hmm. has a nice outside Very area, outside. and then they have cornhole and everything else going on mm-hmm. out there. Um, the porch at Shenley uh, has a very nice outside area, and so forth. And um, Penn Brewery. Beer garden. Oh, the beer garden. Penbury Beer Garden outside there. Watch yourself on the cobblestones. Mm-hmm. We've mentioned that before. The beer garden on top of Hotel Monaco. The beer garden on the 12th floor rooftop of Hotel Monaco downtown. I mean, there you're 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 looking at other buildings, but you get to see Pittsburgh from a different angle, which is really cool. Because mm-hmm. you're like, you're like, wait a minute. It's the same thing for Harris Girl Fourth Ave. Like yeah. you don't get a view of the lake of the like Rivers river or anything or like the point or anything like that. You just get other buildings. Um, I am not a fan of the restaurant itself, but a lot of people are a fan of their deck, which is the Grandview Saloon. That Never has, been. That has the outside deck. Never that been. That hangs off Mount Washington, and you can sit out there. And... So the one place I want to go, though, is Mount Washington, is Coughlin's Law. Yeah, we are going to have to hit that up. Because their outdoor area looks amazing. Um, I mean, I want to go just because it's Coughlin's Law, and, you know. It's you're Doug, a big cocktail fan. Douglas Coughlin. It's the reason I became a bartender was from that movie. Really? Yes. So the reason I became a bartender Your whole life took a downfall because of Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise <laughs> and the movie Cocktail in 1987. Although I don't know what else you would be doing with your life right now if you weren't a bartender. No. Neither does anybody else. I, I, I don't see myself doing it. I mean, I'm not an office guy. No. I did want to go and do like police work and whatnot. I was like, eh. That's a lot of schooling. No, not really. No, it's not a lot of schooling. Yeah. Those are some of my favorite patios and favorite places to eat uh, and sit outside and drink. I'm not a big outdoor eater. Uh Uh-huh. I'm more of an outdoor muncher and an outdoor, and I am an outdoor drinker. So I'm an outdoor drinker and I'm an outdoor muncher. I'm not a huge, like, I'm not going to get on to Eddie Merlot's. And they have their patio outside, and it gets hot as shit on that thing because it's in the sun most of the day, and especially in the evening, the sun goes right down behind it. Um, but I'm not gonna go have a $300 dinner sitting outside in the patio. 
No, that's a little extreme. I, I watch people do it, and I'm like, how, why does that even happen? Your tacos today were a bit extreme for you, weren't they? Well, I mean, that's about as that's about as level eating as I'm going to go. Sandwich, burger, something like that. I'm not really going above that. So, I mean... The only one I'd add to your list that I really enjoyed was um, Double Wide, but in oh, Cranberry. Double Wide and Cranberry. That one is a nice outdoors. I can't walk. I can't sit outside in Southside. It's just something about, like, Southside that just makes me go, no. Um, because you're smelling um, smoke and weed and pee and, and last night's regrets. Last night's regrets. <laughs> Yeah. You can just smell. And patchouli. The patchouli and last night's sad, sad one night stands. Yeah, it is kind of tough. Like, I don't know anybody else in Southside that does have an outdoor patio. I mean, I mean, Hofbrauhaus does. Yeah. So does um, Clara. Mm -hmm. Cheesecake Factory. Uh, you yeah, know, but I they're guess. but they're in the works. They're not like yeah. I mean that would be the probably the. I mean, I mean, I, I can guarantee you that Clara and Hofbra I'll go to. I am not going to Cheesecake Factory. Fuck that shit. Yeah, I was just trying to think of like the waterfront. Also, like there's no place down by the waterfront that has outdoor seating. Um, Dorothy Six does. If you get yeah. away from it, they have a nice little patio. Um, Redbeard's up on the mount. They have a nice patio, but they have... It's secluded. Mat. It's secluded. It's it's in between buildings, and it's mm -hmm. actually fenced in. You can't access the patio from the street. Right. You have to go into the restaurant. Right. So. And it's tiny. It's, it's it, tiny. It's tiny. It only seats maybe... Mm -hmm. handful of people. But I would agree with you on most of the picks that you had. Yeah, um... If I was to pick a favorite, favorite, I couldn't even do it. I spend a lot of time outside in the summertime. I can't stand to sit inside. I don't even like doing it at all. Like, Parmani Brothers... Like, even Parmani Brothers and Market Square, I would rather sit outside at... Oh, yeah. Than... We've sat outside of Parmani Brothers and Market Square on... When nobody else did. On Christmas Eve. Like, nobody else did. And we're like, we'll take it, we'll go outside. Like... They had the zippers down and everything else, and we're like, like the zippered down fence in yeah. like walls up, and we're like, can we sit outside? And they we're like, are you kidding me? I'm like huddled up in a winter coat, like eating a Parmani brother sandwich. Well, I mean, we sat outside Christmas Eve, and it was seventy degrees. Yeah, I've also sat outside. You know, what's weird is they do have the the removable uh, zipper up windows and stuff which is good mm -hmm. so that makes that patio more permanent it's usable all winter long mm -hmm. um but when they have it open up you get some of those storms blow up in there and they, that patio gets a little scary because <laughs> the water still runs underneath uh, across of it and everything uh it gets a little which scary. i was a couple of weeks ago that's where i was when it started pouring down rain and after that one sunday i was at um Farm to table. You were at farm to you were at the dinner. Oh, I was that, at the farm that's the to day Amanda pulled a Steve. And then I decided to go to Parmani Brothers and continue eating and drinking. And um, then the storm rolled in, and I never saw Market Square empty as so fast in my life. Like people just everywhere, and then there was no people. I mean, Market Square has Parmani's has a patio. Poros, which is no longer going to be Poros anymore. Has a very nice outside area. Um, they have like six tables outside at Siena. Mm -hmm. uh, they opened the big doors up for. Do they put any tables outside at all? Yes. And they put a couple tables outside at El Pizziolo, which is not El Pizziolo anymore. It's Pizza Pizza Primo. Pizza Primo. Uh, Wing Hearts has. Like two seats outside yeah. downstairs and like four upstairs yeah, in the middle outside, it. which is actually pretty cool to sit in that corner of Wing Hearts. We've done that. We yeah, because it's like a um, it was very Bourbon Street to me. Yeah, it was very Bourbon Street. Like that's where I felt like I was at. No, I mean patios overall and outdoors. But you know where my favorite patio is? I take it back. I do know where my favorite patio is. Do tell. Ours. Ah, uh, 
There is nothing better than having your own patio. Porch. Patio. And porch or patio or deck, you know, because it's yours. You can, like, you know, have a nice grill, have nice furniture out there, have some lights and some music and the whole bit. And then you just grab, like, a six-pack or a bottle of wine and some food, and it's Smoke yours. a cigar. Smoke a cigar. Because you know what? I can't smoke a cigar on most of those patios. Almost all of them. There's three I can. Yeah, like, I don't even want to, like, talk about how many people give us looks when you light up a cigarette at most patios. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm somewhat of a courteous smoker. I'm also somewhat of a go-fuck-yourself smoker if you say shit about it. Well, 90% of those places don't want you smoking on them anymore. Some of them still do. But, I digress. Um, yeah, so that's why my home patio is probably my favorite. Yeah, I mean, we, we have it pretty easy, pretty nice. Our street's a uh, main thoroughfare, but it's not overly busy all the mm -hmm. time. We have... 17 and a half acres of woods across the street from us so we do get to watch the deer play and we get to watch the fox play uh -huh. and the birds and the squirrels and the turkey and everything else uh, you know it's kind of quiet we have some lights out there on the porch just put in a little flower bed today that's you know, mostly why I'm exhausted Amanda did most of the work Oh, that's nice lying. of you to say. Not lying. Amanda did most. Amanda and our neighbor did most of the work. Oh, that was nice of you to say. Cause you know I could care less about flowers and shit. Like whatever. <laughs> but again, we should get this. We should really wait for this for he said, she said. But again, it just proved to me that I couldn't buy a house with you ever. Cause when that stuff matters to me and I want you to help me because it's benefits me and my mental health. And I got the meh attitude from you. It just proves that I could never, like, buy a house with you. So. <sighs> that was a deal breaker, folks. There it is. We'll never, ever, ever buy a house together. We're never going to be married. We're never going to have anything. We're just going to date. And live in little crappy apartments for the rest of our lives. Uh, we don't have a little crappy apartment. We have a very <laughs> nice fucking townhouse. I know. But we're just messing with, with you. a beautiful big porch that we can sit and eat and drink on and watch the deer play. All right. So, yeah. We got a little off topic. Okay. I'm like a squirrel. Tonight. Like, squirrel! Can't. I can't focus tonight. All right. We're going to take a break. Let me see if I can't gather some thoughts here to get through events. Um, and then we'll break again and then we'll be back for he said she said um for it's very interesting month this month so we'll leave that for he said she said we'll see you guys back here in 30 do you like professional wrestling want your discussions no holds barred check out wrestlingmayhemshow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle all right folks and we are back with events here we go this weekend's very busy with two extremely important events we have but multiple places are going to be having these events yes on either their televisions or some type of other festivities due to it well there's the it's Cinco de Mayo for those of you that don't know Cinco de Mayo is the 5th of May which is a Mexican holiday but yet the Mexicans don't really celebrate their own holidays like the Americans celebrate the Mexican holidays so, basically, it's a reason to Look, drink tequila. Look, we just have, uh, like, yeah, it's <laughs> just a reason to eat tacos and drink tequila. So, this Saturday, and Cinco de Mayo falls on a Saturday. Which means get the fuck out of the town because it's going to be dangerous out. Um, so, with that being said, <laughs> I know, what, Bakersfield is probably going to be doing some shit. Matt, all the Mad Maxes All the Mad Maxes are... Um, Bakersfield will be doing it. Condado. Condado. Um, Taco. Steel, Steel Cactus. Steel Cactus. They're all going to have, they'll have food and booze specials. A lot of bars that are just bars will have 
drink specials, usually like Corona, Negro Modelo, um, you know, stuff like that. I don't foresee that changing. I mean, shit, even local bars in Dormont make pre-mixed shitty margaritas and sell them for a dollar. I mean, so... <laughs> yeah, so Cinco de Mayo. There's nothing else to say about that except for it's a reason to drink. Um, what about the other event that's going on this weekend? The other event, Saturday... Is 12 hours of coverage for two minutes. Saturday's Derby Day. The first Saturday in May is Derby Day. I just feel like the fabulous hats are yes. all that's needed so to there say are, about that. There are several places around the city uh, that will be holding derby events for the Kentucky Derby. You can guarantee you that uh, the Meadows is probably the biggest one. Mm-hmm. Um, Union have, Standard is having a pretty big party for Union it. Standard is having a party for Derby Day. Um, there's a bunch of uh, spots. Uh, I believe like Rocky Patel's doing uh, Derby Day celebration. Uh, you have a... Um, and it just so happens that Derby Day also falls on Sega de Mayo. So you're going to have a big blow-up of all these uh, busy restaurant and bars and patios and stuff um if you are a betting type person the meadows is your spot uh that's where it's at i don't even i don't know if rivers has a horse track horse race betting or not but the meadows does uh also i think is there still any ladbrokes like off sites and stuff like the one that used to be on Beer School Road? No, I don't think so. <laughs> you know, um, you know. I know if you want to get down to Mountaineer Casino, they're doing a big thing for Derby mm-hmm. uh, in West Virginia. But Derby's awesome. Uh, it's a great event. I just like the big hats. The big hats and the fancy dresses. Yes, the big hats and the fancy dresses are the biggest reason to watch Derby. I just think it's hilarious just to watch that part. You'd be surprised at how many people get dressed up and go, like, you get dressed up to go to the Derby. You don't just... Yeah. You don't just show up in shorts and flip-flops. You do if you're in the infield. If you're in the grandstands and so forth, you're dressed up for it. Right. So, opening day of Kennywood is this weekend? Saturday is the official grand opening of Kennywood. Did you know it's the 120th anniversary of Kennywood? I heard something along those lines. It's ridiculous to imagine that that park was started 120 years ago. I mean, granted, it started with, like, a carousel and, like, boats on the lake and, like, nothing like the, you know, the grandiose, uh, the train. There's, like, a grandiose, there was no, like, grandiose, like, roller coasters like there are now i mean just think about that i mean it was like a carousel and boats on the lake the train food and like a picnic area they didn't even have food there you had to bring your own picnic and they had like picnic benches hey boo boo i got a picnic basket okay you just totally tried to like Okay, what's the wine festival at Heinz Field? So it is the annual Pittsburgh Wine Festival that's held at Heinz Field. Uh, You do have to purchase tickets in advance or you can purchase them at the door. Uh, This is a chance to get to try a lot of local wineries as well as a lot of the big boys out of California and France and Australia and so forth. Uh, It is a fun time. We actually know... Someone that got, uh, that won a ticket, a door prize, to get four ounces of Grange from Pensfolds, which if you ever see the bottle in the store, it's an $800 bottle in the store. So, uh, you do get to get some different cool door prizes and whatnot if you go. Uh, you get to try a lot of really good wine. And there's there's food from local restaurants and purveyors as well. And that is in the club level at Heinz Field. It's it's in either one of the East or the West clubs. It's one of the two that it's in. That's awesome. Also, another great food event starts Sunday, May 6th. 
St. Nicholas's Greek Food Festival at St. Nicholas's Church in Oakland. I want to say it's Dithridge Street, I think. Okay. Uh, have you ever been to St. Nick's Greek Food Festival? No. What? I'm not a big Greek food person. Oh, man. You don't know what you're missing. Yeah, I don't like baklava. I don't like spatacola. I don't like any of that stuff. So I'm fine. Mm. Like, I like gyros. And you'll be lucky if I eat one of those anymore. Oh, a hero's great. So, yeah, I don't. Not a big Greek person. So, therefore, like, those type of festivals are lost on me. Uh, Greek food. Uh, I'm going to have to go get fat without you then. I'm going to. So, if you ever go to the Greek food festival, they I'll have. Be at the, I'll be at the museum while you're there. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Drop me off at St. Nick's. You can go to the museum. Uh, you go look at paintings and. Dinosaurs, and I will go watch uh, utterly Greek women throw plates into a corner and dance and be like, opa, and drink more ouzo than any one person should. Um, but yeah, the Greek food festivals, they have music there every night. They have uh -huh. dancing. Uh, the food's amazing. Of course, lamb, uh, you know, uh, baklava, spanakopita, galataborgo. So yummy and amazing. Um, it's delicious. Yeah. Lost in me. Don't worry about it. <laughs> For those of you that want to be a little more adventurous than Amanda over here, go. Check it out. Okay. You'll never know who you run into. You'll, everybody goes to Greek food So Hamlet is still playing at Pittsburgh Public Theater. It is on until May 20th. Um, again, Pittsburgh Public Theater, nothing ever bad to say, amazing seats, great date night, not that expensive. You'll probably get kudos from the significant other for wanting to show interest in the theater, so. Definitely, um, very nice theater. And Hamlet is the last show that Tep Hapis will be um, artistic director for. Next year, he will be back to direct a play, but after this one, it is the end of the season, and new season starts in the fall, which will be very happily joined with them again in the fall. Yes. So, um, the, uh, Cultural Trust has another festival coming up this month called the Children's Theaters Festival. Um, pull this up so I don't like um, EQT is sponsoring Children's Theater Festival um, and so is the Cultural Trust you can get your tickets at the Cultural Trust website um, let's see here I don't see any like uh, dates May 17th through the 20th so if you have little ones that love theater um, it's pretty cool a lot of puppets, a lot of interactive theater, stuff like that um, is there for that. Um, and we have the Melville Music Festival is coming up. That's a good time, too. So many bands, so many different venues. We are going to have a piece up probably tomorrow on the festival. Um, and now I'm going to list, I have a list of what bands are playing where and what time. So we're going to make a big, um, blog post about just the festival, a map, everything will be in there. Um, this is May 12th of 2018 and they're having a kickoff party on Friday night, the 11th at the food truck park. So. Some really great bands. Go see it. Support Millvale. Um, and then Mother's Day is coming up. So if you haven't booked your restaurant or picked your plans with mom yet, now's the time. Uh, also, I just have to say on that, on a server bartender side of that. Be nice to your server and bartender. Uh, don't, don't make reservations at five restaurants and then give the ladies the option on where to go and forget to cancel the other four um 
you know, uh, just just pick the damn restaurant already. Most of it's all brunch buffets and so forth. Yep. Mother's Day in the restaurant industry is one of the worst days to work. How would you feel, though, if I told you that Wiggle Whiskey was holding Mother's Day events? I mean, my mom likes whiskey. Okay, so you ready for their events? Yeah, let's go. All right. Wiggle Whiskey is holding not one, not two, but three events that weekend. Four events. Can you believe it? Can you believe? Four events. Four events. Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day weekend. So, it's going to start on Saturday the 12th, or Saturday, May 12th. You ready for this? A Mother's Day Rosé Market at Threadbare. They're going to debut a Rosé Cider, and also eight vendor booths there for shopping. All right. Can you deal with that? Probably all locally made artists. Art. Mm-hmm. Then on Sunday, May 13th, there is Mother's Day brunch in support of Western PAALS Association, also at Threadbare. This is a $55 ticket, includes a four-course meal and a donation to ALS. Um, and some of the courses, okay, first of all, course number three, baked sourdough French toast, poached pear, cardamom, and espresso whipped cream French. Can I have that? Like I'm now. like, what the fuck? Can that sounds now? amazing. Um, course four is whiskey barrel vanilla ice cream, lavender shortbread, puffed sesame with a few edible flowers. Like, hello. Like, yeah. this is the hippest brunch I've ever heard in my freaking life. Then, um, also, if you're not too heavy into cider and you rather do the whiskey side of it, Mother's Day with chocolate painting and Irish coffees. So, um, Wiggle Whiskey brought out a coffee liqueur. Yes. Right? Because we tried it at Farm to Table. It was delicious. Um, we tried theirs and Maggie's Farm Rum. So, um, Wiggle came out with a coffee liqueur. And give your mom a gift of chocolate and whiskey this Mother's Day. For just $10, you are able to paint... Three truffles from A519 Chocolates and sip an Irish coffee with coffee from Defer Coffee and Tea. Additional chocolates will be available a la carte. And there's a ticket link. Um, $10 ticket. Uh, then there's Mother's Day Yappy Hour. So, Mommy has a puppy? My mom does not have a puppy. Well, think about this. If your mommy has a puppy. She could take the puppy with her. She could take the puppy with her. To Mother's Day Wiggle Whiskey events of Yappy um, Happy Hour. Sunday, May 13th from 12 noon until 7 p.m. This is going to be at the at the Barrel House and Whiskey Garden. By the way, the chocolate painting and Irish coffees was at the distillery. Okay. So this is going to be at the Barrel house. So do not take your dog to the distillery. Take it to the barrel house. Yes. Yeah. Dogs are. Um, I, 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 yeah. Only people are allowed at the distillery. So yappy hour with Camp Bow Wow. You hear live music from Greg Jones from 12 to 2. And the barrel house will be open the rest of the day for a food truck on site along with delicious cocktails and fun activities for both mom and dogs. This is free, but they're asking you to register online. So all three places have an event from Wiggle all throughout the weekend. So just keep that in mind. Yes. That Wiggle Whiskey is a hip place to take mom for for uh, Mother's Day. So we're going to take another break, and then we'll be back with He Said, She Said, and we're going to unveil what month it is. And maybe we're going to keep this a, a theme this month. We might have to have some fun with this. So, know, right? um, hang tight. We'll be back in 30. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, we are back, and it is time for... He said. She said. And I'm going to tell you right now, this month we're going to get a little risque. Because I found out it is National Masturbation Month. W what? 
You're like, what is that? I didn't even know I mean, that I was I mean, I thought something. that was a daily basis, but I mean... Really? A daily thing for you? No. It is for me. I'm sorry. Oh, well, now you're revealing something that I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I was just kidding. Um, so, it is National Masturbation Month. So, let me um, pull up the article. May 1st marks the first day of National Masturbation Month. If you didn't know this, you're not alone. The annual obser observance is not a high profile. So this is from Empower, a um, blog um, that talks about sexual health. So in 1995, San Francisco, as a response to the forced resignation of U.S. Surgeon General Jocelyn Elders, after a speech at the United Nations World AIDS Day in 1994, an audience member asked Elders about masturbation's potential for discouraging early sexual activity. She answered, I think it is something that is part of human sexuality and a part of something that perhaps should be taught. Huh. Well, yeah. I mean, well, okay. You need to know how to pleasure yourself before someone else can pleasure you. See, it's so funny that you say that because when we were in high school, it was no on women masturbating, but okay for men to masturbate. Yeah. Like, women, if you were masturbating as a woman, it was gross, disgusting, all that other stuff. But if you were a man, it was your normal part of growing oh, up and going through puberty. It's like, oh, he's 13 or 14. He discovered himself. Like, oh, look, honey, our son. I found a crusty sock this week. Oh, he must be doing well. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. Like, as a female, I did not because I was also in that school where, like, if you were a female and that was something, like, people got bullied over in my school was, like, women, these weird, like, things like, oh, women masturbate, like, and then you got bullied over it and it became, like, something that, like, nobody talked about because if you found out... That, like, women really masturbated. You were picked on and bullied for it. But I also remember, like, women who weren't masturbating at all were, like, rumors were being told that they were. And it wasn't a good rumor. Like, men thought it was disgusting. So they didn't date the person. Or something like that. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, and, and now as an adult, I mean, there's... I did not until... Halfway through college. No. And even then, I honestly, it was because I think I went through a dry spell. What had happened was I was pissed off and depressed over a breakup. And I started to just play the field, but I didn't want to sleep with any of them. Instead, I went out on dates with them and then, like, went home. And I think I went through, like, six to nine months of just that. So if I remember correctly, I was kind of just like, I also just watched my first porn. And I was like, oh, so this is what this feels like. And even then, it wasn't like any big deal for me um, until after I separated from my husband. And then I found that it was more okay in my late 30s to own that part of my sexuality. But again, it's a feminist thing. And it's not, I'm going to say this because um, I was just talking about, we were just literally talking about this the other day, you and I, and then I was watching that Michelle Wolf, who everybody's talking about, who was at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, her special on HBO discussed this hilariously, like, that there's this whole feminist movement now and there's two sides to it, so it's very confusing. That there's this feminist of, like, nevertheless, we persisted that we're, like, all about equal pay. We don't want to pay for pink tax anymore. Blah, blah, blah. But then on the other side, like, oh, let me take a picture of me on Instagram wearing lingerie. Like, 
or let me say that I masturbate openly and freely. Like, that, it, it's very confusing. It is. It, it's very confusing. Because either you don't want to be viewed as a sex object, but then at the same time you're posing half naked in lingerie. It's a little confusing. Um, I myself, you still won't see me do many selfies and stuff like that. I still hate taking my picture. I still hate, like, putting myself out there. This is about as comfortable as I feel talking about something like my sexuality. Um, because I think it's important that most women, if they went through what I went through, which was a marriage where um, sex was once a week, if even that, it was rigorous, it was army-like, and it was done in 10 minutes, and there was no intimacy at all with it for years. Um, there had been spurts of it where it was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day, let's spice it up a little bit. But there were other nights where it was just like, Meh. like, okay. There was no intimacy. And I don't know if that was me or him or it was just a combination of the marriage not working anymore or whatever. Um, where I feel like now I'm very in tune with my sexuality. Yes. And I'm very in tune with your sexuality and what you enjoy and what you like yes. also. But then I also know that I want to be pleased, too. I don't want this just to be about you. Well, it, it does have to be a two-way street. You, you, you can't just be the, well, I'm good, thanks, uh, ready to go to work, you know, type thing. Because it, it does take longer for women to enjoy uh, and whatnot. I mean, guys, I don't care who the guy is. Tell me they haven't just, like, thought of a nice, soft, warm, wet vagina and blew a load right there. Because it's happened. That's what wet dreams are like. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, I mean, it's... And it, and it depends on what you ate and if how much you drank or what you drank or how stressful your day was. I mean, there's times where you can go for 45 minutes to an hour and there's those times it takes three seconds. Boom. It really... And women, not so much, but also, you know, have that... There's a lot of working parts down there. Yeah, there is a lot of working The man parts. has a shaft and a head. The balls really don't have a sexual sensory area. No. Like, yes, there are enjoyment parts of the balls, but there are not, like, it's not as bad as the shaft in the head, in that area around the head. Mm -hmm. um, whereas women, we have a clitoris, a vagina, and an ass. Mm -hmm. All three of those working parts can result in three different types of orgasms, oh, yes. essentially. Um, and if you don't believe you can have three different types of orgasms, you're not... Ex I'm not going to say this derogatory, but there is a difference. I was just reading this the other day that, we were, that they were talking about a um, clitoral and a vaginal orgasm. There is, I feel a difference, in my body at least, there's a difference. Um, clitoral is just straight clitoral. You can usually get that with just a vibrator and or a hand. Mm -hmm. um, vagina actually requires penetration on the G-spot. Um, and then the third, if you can get all three stimulated at the same time, usually results in a squirt. Yes. Which is a actual form of female ejaculation. Yes. Um, which is completely a different type of orgasm than the other two. Um, where there's an actual forcefulness of, like, outwardness. Um, much like when a man squirts or comes, he is like, choo! Yeah. <laughs> like a god, like, Um... Uh, I was once described, like, I also went through a phase, um, college, it was very much the, the clitoral orgasm. 
when I did my, whenever I first discovered, like, masturbation, because it's still kind of like, oh, what's this feel like? Oh, I see what that does. Like, oh, okay, I can see how this happens. Um, when I started to go to sex toy parties, I... Are those still a thing? I don't know, but in New Hampshire, they were a thing when I lived up there. So we went to a sex toy party. I went to a sex toy party at my friend's house. And we were talking about um, the woman who did the sex toy party was also a stand-up comedian. She still is. Like, she tours around the cities in New Hampshire and, like, gives stand-up comedy. But she also, like, includes her sex toys in the stand-up comedy. But she had discussed that there was a different type of orgasm that was achieved by touching the G-spot, which was usually obtained by a toy being inserted and exerted and in and out and in and out. Um, and she goes, it's different than a clitoral one because a clitoral one, like you feel like everything rushing out of you and then you feel an ultimate relaxation. She goes, the actual G-spot one will actually make you just go, oh my god, oh my god, it's done. Mm -hmm. Like, you just get this different type of orgasm from that one. Yes. And then lastly, it's all three is combined, if you are one of those types of women, which I believe any woman could achieve that. Yes. And you can't be afraid of the the nether region being played with. Um, I know it's been very taboo in the past of, like, anal play. But if anything that, like, Girls has taught us, the TV show Girls, is obviously it's a thing now. Like, everybody wants that area to be explored. Um, I honestly think, like, because we all... <laughs> I only say that TV show because we all watched um, a one, two women on there get their ass eaten by a man, like actually on the television show. Well, it's also on HBO, so. <laughs> you know, so uh, I just feel like, if anything, that is no longer taboo. Um, not saying that you have to run right out and be like, oh, honey, that's the whole, like, stick your dick in it, because God only knows... That's not the way to do it. Like, that area needs to be... Um, relaxed. Relaxed. You also need to work on it like you do your vagina because you need to, like, explore if that feels okay. Like, if you aren't having sex that often or you don't have sex for years, it's going to feel differently that first time you have sex again. So, I recommend... but. And it doesn't necessarily have to be sex. Like, remember there are things like butt plugs. There are. Um, and there's all different sizes. There are different sizes. And you can basically work up to a bigger size if you need to. Um, we got a little off the topic, but this all does go back to masturbation. Because all of those things, once you know what type of orgasm can be achieved, it can uh, kind of, like, fine-tune how you do touch yourself. It does. And also what you like when, you know, whether you're single or not or your partner's not home or you just feel in the mood or whatever. And also, it's sometimes fun to watch your partner touch themselves as well to sit back and watch your partner masturbate now do you feel like that's a turn-on thing or do you feel like you're watching a, a video like a a moment being taught to you because you can actually see like what stimulates themselves it's a turn-on and it also shows you what stimulates them as well as so it's like it's it's like a learning thing and a turn on thing. Mm hmm. So I don't understand what the turn on end of it is. Just it's kind of like watching live porn. Is that how you feel about it? Kinda. Okay, that's interesting to know. 
That's really interesting to know. How do you feel about, like, so I just talked about a lot about women masturbation. Talk to me about male masturbation, because I feel bad. Like, like I said, there's a lot of working parts when it comes to a female, but a man, it's just like, I feel like you could sneeze and have an orgasm sometimes. Just potential, you know, a stiff wind, <laughs> you know. You're standing on a windy beach and just like, uh. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Excuse me. I gotta go now. Give me a towel. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, it also depends on if you have that fear of getting caught. Oh. You know, and not caught. Like, I mean, for those of you that have little kids at home, you probably have that fear of getting caught. So, I mean, you don't have time to, like, really, you know, prepare, you know. So you can't, like, not like a woman where we can, like, lay out all of our toys and, like, clean each one and then, like. Yeah, I mean, for guys, it's kind of like, you know, a lot of say in the shower or whatnot. I, I'm not a standing up guy. I like to lay down, stretch. Relax. Relax. So it's a lot like having sex with you. <laughs> got it understood you know i mean whether you you and then you can sit there and like watch porn all day and get all built up over it and then i mean i'm not all day but a good couple hours not even a couple hours half an hour half a, yeah watch a little porn get all built up and have fun with it and then you can get into even like like you said, going old school, just grabbing a tube sock and going for it. Or, um, you know, if if you are married and have a lady around and live together, I mean, you might also be able to, to find a pair of her nice, silky, smooth panties um, or stockings, nylon stockings to, to utilize. Um there's also, you can utilize yourself with, with lube. And What about a flashlight? Never used one. You've never used any of those, like, suction toys? No, I haven't. I, I, no, I, I haven't. Somebody just asked that. They were looking for people who had used one for an article, and I was like, hmm, I've never used one on you. Yeah, we don't own one, and I've never used one. Nope, it's not, not like I'm gonna, It's not like I'm going to borrow somebody else's. <laughs> true hey man can I borrow that um so you just brought up a very interesting point you said that you can like you know grab your lady's panties or her stockings or anything would you ever grab one of her toys I'm not saying the butt plug do not share your butt plugs um but like have the, you ever grabbed one of her toys and, the like, vibrators itself and vibration yeah. stimulation and whatnot yeah oh yeah Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So what does that... I mean, I just talked... There's a lot of moving parts to a female. What about to a male? I mean, are we talking that was pure shaft play or... Uh, He's getting uncomfortable. Shaft, shaft play, head play, um, the, the, uh, the, the, the taint area. Oh, really? With a little vibration huh. and so on. That's interesting. Because you do know the easiest way to, the quickest way to get a guy to come. Is the old, like, proctoral? The prostate. The prostate visit? Yeah. So. But we all know most men don't like anal play. Unless you are a, in a male-male relationship. Correct. Most men aren't, like, about that. Um. So. Yeah, most men aren't. I mean, you know, and if you are a guy that's into that, that's all on you. Cool. Get 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 you get get done what you want done. But also, a lot of women aren't down with any anal play on men. Well, you want to know why? I'm always afraid that you'll giggle, or that like they'll giggle, and then all of a sudden fart in my face. <laughs> and I will tell you that I 
I'm honest that most of the time when a male is in that region on a girl, I'm always waiting for that story from either my girlfriends or my story for myself of saying, yeah, like, I giggled and one ripped. Like, just, poof, like, in your face. I can't believe she broke up with me. Why'd she break up with you? Because I farted in front of her. Yeah, like, I... Why did you fart? That, or, she like... She broke up with you because you farted in front of her? Well, she was going down on me at the time. Well, like, yeah, it's the <laughs> whole mall rats thing. Um, <laughs> Like, if you ever seen the movie Mall Rats, you'll know which scene I'm talking about. Where if you haven't seen the movie Mall Rats, shame on you. Yeah, um... Uh, by far my favorite Kevin Smith movie ever made is Mallrats. Um, but honestly, like, that whole line right there just gave me this fear of ever going down on a man. Like, like I honestly, like, get this fear of, like, all right, girl, if you're going down, hold your breath. Because this could be it. He could just relax the wrong way or giggle the wrong way, and the next thing you know is, is he's just letting one rip. But the other thing is, too, is if you're a guy that is into any type of anal stimulation at all, you should be maintained down there. And by maintained, clean. We're going to do a main... Uh, well, we did maintenance last week. We did I mean, talk about that. I'm not saying go down there with a straight razor and shave and clean everything up. Because... At least... Me running around in a restaurant and bar uh -huh. for hours, that's just bad because it goes back. And, eh. it, it's either you either got to maintain that daily or just. But also, you also need to be comfortable and your partner needs to be comfortable on what your maintenance looks like. Uh -huh. I mean, you know, I don't know anybody pulling an eight inch hair out of their ass, but I mean. You know, I know that there's, even, ladies have hair there, unless they take care of it. True. That is true. I mean, it, it doesn't matter. It's human. <laughs> it happens. But maintain yourself. I mean, be clean. You know, make sure you're not coming home from, you know, a 10-hour shift on a construction job site in 85-degree weather. Or yeah. if you're feeling yeah. sick that day, don't let yeah. him. Or, yeah. Don't let him. Just don't. Or don't just let say, her. Just say, just say it's not the right nights for that. Yeah. Um, I also read this thing, too, like, um, and we'll have to get a little bit more into talking about this. We should do, like, we should cover that about, like, the cleanliness of that area because there are different things you can do. Oh, yeah. For cleaning all three areas of a woman and men that will add to it. Um, but happy masturbation month. Um, May. The month of masturbation. Who would have thunk it? It's the Mary Berry month of May and you get a pie and you can masturbate. We all know about that warm apple pie. <laughs> no, I meant the strawberry pie from Eaton Park. Oh. <laughs> yes, I just drew parallels between masturbation and Eaton Park. <laughs> Now I want pie. Damn it, so do I. <laughs> Alright, folks, I think we're done. Um, well, you know what? We're going to keep this rolling, and next week I'm just already going to spill the beans. We're going to go over favorite toys for masturbation. Favorite toys for masturbation. Don't say it now. We're going to cover it next week. Now I got to think. Yep, you are. So that's what we're going to cover, and then I think after that we'll start. We'll cover something else with masturbation. There's got to be something like the healthy end of it. Oh, I'm sure there is. It'd be like the reasons that you have sex. Stress relief. <laughs> I know after a hard day of the office, I like to come home and touch myself. <laughs> <laughs> Pour myself a glass of wine, put a bath bomb in the bathtub, and, and then get just, the frisky rabbit. And guy. then just grab one of those waterproof dildos and go to town. <laughs> Especially if you're in the tub. Yeah. <laughs> All right, folks, so you guys have a wonderful weekend. Let us know where you are if you're out and about the town. Always tag us in your posts. And stay tuned to our, make sure you are on our Instagram, at Bold Pittsburgh, to see where we're going to be this weekend. Stop out at East End Brewing and get this beer, because I finished this crowler, and I have about two sips left. 
And it's amazing. And it's and it changed flavor and complexity as it warmed up a little bit. There you go. So Love definitely go get the uh, Born and Raised, the collaboration brew mm -hmm. between East End Brewing and Trogues Brewing. Absolutely. All right, folks. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in to us. Check us out at Bold PGH on Twitter, Bold Pittsburgh on Facebook and Instagram, and always at BoldPGH.com. Listen to us always at TheRiversEdgePGH.com or every Wednesday at 9 a.m. at the Rivers Edge radio station. Have a great weekend. Thank you.